Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, November 26th. We're almost Thanksgiving. And in honor of Thanksgiving, Mark is going to lead us off today with a little political uh, family discussion preparation. Mark, tell us about what you're going to do. Well, I just want to take care of everyone. You know, like... You're a giver. You always have been. You know, everyone's got to go through it. And um, you know, families are awesome. My family's awesome in particular. But I'm just trying to help out some people out there. That's, That's good. Well, yeah. They're not all awesome. No, they're not all right. awesome. You could you can have some ugly holiday discussions. I think we've all probably been there. We'll get into it. Uh, and then uh, Pat, Wes, and I will take us through a lightning round of other headlines. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt, and I do not apologize for that. Oh yeah! You didn't bring it back. That's right. You didn't mishear me. Well, We're bringing back the lightning round. Golden Corral, Sizzler, Mister Gaddy's, and all the other buffets had their chance. To cash in on the news buffet while it was there, <laughs> unfortunately, didn't work out. Uh, so we're going back to the lightning round. Although we would consider changing it back to the news buffet if one of those restaurants did want to sponsor it. So now it's just local Greek companies named mm. Zeus. <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> right. at you, Sizzler. Yeah, Athenos Anything Cafe in bowl. Austin. Are you interested? Uh, Maybe uh, <laughs> uh, what what's it called? Um, rain the raindrop protective uh, windshield wipers, something like that, or like a bul- like, like a bulb shop, right? Something mm-hmm. like <laughs> Rayovac. They'll they'll sponsor yeah. us. Energizer with a, with a pitch like safe. that. How could they not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be the blue, uh, the Thanksgiving thing, and then the lightning round. Mark, let's go with Thanksgiving. Okay, guys, this is a short week, right? There's a this big American holiday that Canada does a month early coming up later this week called Thanksgiving. And the reality is not a lot of people are commuting to work this week or engaging in their normal schedule. So we got to get these pods out early and we got to get them out hard if we expect anyone to listen to them. So that being said, today we want to run through some scenarios you might run into this Thanksgiving while you're around friends and family that you may not have seen for a few ticks. And they might be uh, some challenging conversations or uh, scenarios to navigate. So we want we want to prepare. I bet a lot of people. Right. right. I bet a lot of people listening today, they uh, probably are dreading their conversations at Thanksgiving. So that's right. So this is going to be their segment here. Uh, You get what I'm doing here, right? Yeah, you got cousins, you got uncles, you got brothers, you got all this family coming in from out of town. You want to have a pleasant Thanksgiving, but there's lots of politics. This is don't ruin the Thanksgiving. Don't. This is you don't ruin Thanksgiving. This is for you. Mm hmm. Just for everybody, though, because I've I've been the guy who's who's popped off and gotten to a screaming match at Thanksgiving. <laughs> no. dinner. Yeah, really? There you go. <laughs> you don't say so be, be the bigger person. Let's <laughs> well, see. Well, let's see. Based on Will's answers. Let's go through some scenarios. Scenario one. 
You're sitting down to a nice Thanksgiving dinner, and you're at the in-laws or friend's house. It's not your house. You're enjoying a nice early dinner, and everything is going okay, but one of the sides is not nearly up to par with the rest of the oh. food, and it's from an, outs- and it's from an okay. outside source, again, not the homeowner's. The significant other of the person that made this shitty side is asking everyone if they think it's the best mac and cheese they've ever had in their life. And you see a lot of people placating and, and, and saying, yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden this person makes eye contact with you and asks you, <laughs> is this the best mac and cheese you've ever had in your life or well, what? What do you say? You've got to pray that there's not another better mac and cheese there. At the table. Yeah. Right. Let's say there's not, but there's 17 you've had that oh, year. Mark, well, then you just. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, lie. Mark? Why, why are you choosing the yeah. significant other of the purveyor of the mac and cheese? Uh, because the person with the okay, let's, if you want to change it, the person that made the mac and cheese even bolder is sure. asking you if it's the best mac and cheese you've ever had in your okay. life. It's, 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 well, that's just an asshole ass. Right, yeah. First of all. What do you say, Pat? Stop, stop I hope, the they, I hope say, they're Pat? family because you don't want that friend. But I mean, yeah, when it <laughs> comes to sides, I'm lying. I'm lying all day long. I'm looking them in the eyes and say, I love it. It's fantastic. And mac and cheese is the type of dish that uh, even even if it's terrible, you can get through it. So you you take a big old bite. You're going back. You're going back for seconds. You, no, no, no. You're wrestling the kids. Not getting seconds, but no. I'm smiling. and I'm saying it's really okay. good. Thank you. For, I'm really glad we invited you. Yeah. Is this the way this is going to go? Does anyone have a real answer? No, no. I have a real answer. I mean, of course, it depends on who it is. Like, if if Mark made shitty mac and cheese, I would straight up just make fun of it. But also, I would I, I get myself into trouble a little bit where I'll make a joke like, "Yeah, it's pretty good, not the best I've ever had." But ha ha, you know, it's I know, really good. I know for a fact based off experience, Wes would <laughs> yeah, not no, Wes would just tell you down. straight up. No, Wes, Wes never gives a false compliment. He, yeah. he would just Wes tell would you, ask nah, what ingredients it's kind of shitty." Yeah. Like you ask him straight up as the person who made it, he would just be like, "Nah, it's not. I mean, it's okay." Wes would tell them three ways to make it better. You can ask, if it's a stranger, if it's someone I've never met before, I would I would yeah, lie. But, 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 if, but if it's one of you guys, I'm telling we've you, we've ever sucks. dated. Uh, then no, they hate Wes. <laughs> yeah, Wes would also go out and get mac and cheese later that night and not let it go for a few weeks. But all right, yeah. scenario number two: football is on and it's the Lions or the Cowboys. It's not the night game, so it's during the day. It's not like the Falcons and Saints this year. A group of non-sports fans decides that in a three-point game, the third quarter that you have money on, they want to watch Frozen or the Macy's Parade or Claymation, whatever the fuck. You are the closest to the remote and clearly the most person into the game. What do you do? I'm really glad you asked this, Mark, because this scenario literally happened to me on Sunday with my three-year-old nephew. Uh, oh, I, was o- wow. I was over at my sister's house, wanted to watch football. There were three mm-hmm. kids over there being like, no, we want to watch Frozen. So I was like, all right, I'm fucking leaving. And I left the house, and my nephew Charlie was like, can mm-hmm. I come with you to watch football? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to turn him into an R-Words fan. Brought him back to the house. Yeah, Charlie sounds yeah, guess awesome. Guess what? <laughs> Didn't last very long that he was into the football. Uh, so I sat Charlie down and yeah. I explained to him, Charlie, I'm the adult. I pay the bills. When you have a job, you can watch however much Frozen you want to. I, I gave him the hard facts of okay. life. How did he deal with yeah. that? Pat with he, children he makes them... Pat with children is a hilarious scenario because yeah. he will he will literally talk to them like they're thirty five <laughs> years old. Pat with children or pets? Yeah, or pets. House yeah. pets. Yeah. Not yeah, I can't nice. imagine that kid um, took that very well. I'm just a realist. No, now Mark. Pat 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 ordered <laughs> Pat ordered an Uber and sent the kid to Frozen Two by himself. Mark, the answer to that question is you cannot give up the remote. You if you're watching a game that means something to you, there's you have to defend that channel with your life. You cannot let the TV get switched because if it does, you're never getting it back. It's true. It's a bold. You have to lay a bold I got, stand. I got an answer here. What about going to a different room and watching yeah. the game and not coming back down? And let if them you have that missing. option, absolutely. Yeah, let them text people missing. from the game. Oh, it's incredible. Don't, yeah. 
Don't even come back when the game's yeah. over. Listen, uh, no. ki- kids belong in the basement. If you're lucky enough to come from a state where well, there's basements, basements are awesome. that's where kids go adults on Thanksgiving. Be- adults belong in the basement, too. Scenario number three. Your uncle has been posting a lot of offensive memes okay. on Facebook. They are labeled as comedy, but clearly leaning towards not comedy and approach. Uh, pol- politics inevitably get brought up, and he raises an eyebrow. Shortly after, he exclaims, I'm sure Pete Buttigieg is a great guy, but do you think this country is ready for a gay president? What do you do? Oh. That's tough. Yeah, you uh, no, th- this one's easy. You you jump straight to Jeffrey Epstein di- uh, didn't didn't kill himself. <laughs> so like, if you're the type of person that this is really gonna ro- drive up a wall, like you need a calm down a, a, a calm down situation when this this is like red alert. Yeah, like, I like where Will's is, going. You got to find common ground. And Epstein right, didn't so you kill have to just jump ground. immediately to the craziest thing you could right. think of. Just change it. Now, see, I think this is awesome, and I I love when this kind of shit happens. It's awesome just to see someone get really like offended. Yeah, and, you're the and, person and, 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 trying and, to trigger that person. You're the you're right, the person exactly. they have to watch this out is, for. I'm like, oh, you're absolutely. You're like, uh, oh, Uncle right. Steve, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Wes is stirring the pot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got an alt here. Why don't you recommend Uncle Steve a bunch of uh, clearly like very very gay movies that are obscure <laughs> for later, yeah. so that he watches a horribly gay movie and just gets busted. Or you just uh, bring up some gay porn on your phone and be like, "Hey, look at this, yeah, Uncle you Steve!" Put it on yeah, in just, and just out. fake screen exactly. in or, and out after dinner. The crying yeah. game, but he probably knows it. Uh, scenario number four: You're at a bar with your friends from high school, and your ex shows up and is looking hot. But just had a kid with some deadbeat that's in jail for assaulting the last ex that that cheated on him. <laughs> uh, the rumblements are flowing and hands are moving towards crotches in public in front of everyone. What do this you do? is easy. You go for it, and here's why: uh, she just had a kid, uh, so she's looking for someone to take care of that kid. So you know, you know she, she and you know she has sex. Right. So you make a move. You yeah. just hope that the kid is sleeping uh, when you get back to her house. Easy. Yeah, I'm no longer single, I, but uh, the night before Thanksgiving. This is that's the that's the time when I was single that I would think that this type of move would go down. You got yeah, what yeah, you want to yeah. do. Kind is, of a dream scenario. If you're you want to get right. a lot of cash. out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to get a lot of cash out. And have I'm a lot not of single cash either. I tend to avoid um, the scenario of crazy people that I might assault me for doing right. certain things. So I would absolutely not. I'm he or she's I, I'm, in jail I'm, for another three yeah, months. I'm taken anyway. But in that scenario, I still wouldn't do it because I don't like to get associated with crazy situations. And like that's that. why oh, Wes's sure. number is so low. Way to sidestep the kid, everyone. Scenario number five, <laughs> your nephew or niece who is well under 15, but let's say older than 15, knows you smoke weed. They ha- they've been having a C year in high school per usual, and the whole family has heard of all their recent fuck-ups. It's like the main topic of the weekend. Yeah. The niece or nephew ask you to roll them a joint. What do you do? Uh, they ask you to roll uh, them a joint? That's what I said. I'm I'm a- no. Pinch him off a nug. No, no, absolutely weird, not. Weird request. Smoke weird request. Smoke it with weird. them. Well, all right, they want you to smoke a joint okay, with them. Okay, that one I'm, I'm going for because it's a teachable moment, right? right? 15's a little yeah, young. 15. 15's a little young. 16 and up. 15 to 16. What, yeah. well, what are, you, what are 16. they going to learn from Uncle Will? Old enough where it's not going to, like, fuck their head up. I think it's okay. Uh, if I was old, I, 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 would, I would go. I, I'm a big fan, by the way, in general. I was talking about how you need to have de-escalation uh, paths. Like if you're somebody who's gonna get worked up, like I get worked up, you gotta be able to wa- take a walk. You gotta go smoke your. Drink. You gotta go t- yeah. take a walk with somebody and get a little high, because then you're gonna be a lot more chill to deal with with the family yeah, when you come but back what if in. Uncle Pete Buttigieg walks out on you. Right, exactly. I mean, that's the risk you run. You have to be, you have <laughs> yeah, to be sleek yeah. with it. But I think that as long as the kid's like not ultra young, 
I'm going for it in this situation. Same question they ask you to buy beer. I'd say I'm doing it, but uh, I was almost arrested uh, maybe three years ago when I was at home visiting my parents and some uh, some kids asked me to buy them beer. Uh, first, at the 7-Eleven, I knew they were getting a hard time because they had a bad ID, so I, st- I stepped up and I said, actually, sirs, this is my beer. And the guy goes, get the fuck out of here. So I walk outside and I go, we, I'll buy you beer. What, what do you guys want? Well, and they're like, there's a 7 Eleven up the road. This is your niece or nephew. So you, this is your niece or nephew. You don't have to bring them to the store. You can buy it and put it in the well or give it mm-hmm. to them. You know, like you don't have to bring these. These motherfuckers the store. didn't tell me beer. that they'd already gotten rejected right. to the 7 Eleven that we went to. But right. the. But the little little bit of a different That's story true. here, Pat. That's true. Also, the joint thing, I want to clarify, I would not pinch them off. I would only go and smoke it with them. Okay, there you mm-hmm. go. I, I've got a clear answer for the beer thing. Um, I would say absolutely, and I would tell them if this ever gets back to me, that's the last time you'll right. ever get yeah. beer from that, me. That right. was the method I employed when selling pornography in the in right. elementary school. If I sold you a Playboy, I said, "Who'd you get this from?" And they would say, "I found it in the woods." And I said, "Good, here's your Playboy." Mm-hmm. And they have they have to be like staying in the house with you the whole time. They're and not going to go bring it to their friends driving around with the shit. That's when I say no. Yeah. If they're staying oh, yeah. in the house, no driving. No and if I get caught from my mom or an aunt or are you guys going to make them sign an NDA too? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. Uh, they get they get there as long as as long as it doesn't come back to they me. They don't uh, get to talk to cool Uncle Mark. And the rest then I, of their life. yeah, then I exactly they never talk to me again. I also think about it. You don't have to get up to get beer once that night. They're going to go get the beers for you. That's that's sweet. last scenario. Yeah. You're, well, that's going to out them a little bit. Last night, you're playing cards against humanity or some game like that with the family, and the judge reads the card everyone is supposed to play on that round that says, what brought the orgy to a grinding halt? What brought the orgy to a grinding <laughs> oh. halt? You know your aunt, who's sitting at the, the game, is a victim of child abuse, but the judge doesn't, and you're one card away from the win with a card in your hand that reads, Child Protective Services. What do you do? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Ooh, that's tough, bro. <laughs> does your aunt have, does your aunt have a sense of humor? Well, I mean, you're gonna find to out. A point, <laughs> right? I to think a, you make you point. make it about yourself. Um, you turn it on yourself. How do you turn? How do you turn that on yourself? You With a story? Of, no, you either play Pat. Pat, you either play the card. Right? Or yeah. Or I mean, how do you turn it on yourself? <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't make up a fake. You got abused in front of your aunt who got abused. Story. That's well, right. just, you either play the card or you play a different card. Actually, I know what it's like, so I can play this card. You then steal her valor of getting abused, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, Pat wins the game, and he was abused." Stolen valor. What is wrong with you? It's the right thing to do. Sure. Well, those are the scenarios. So that's <laughs> yeah. that's a way. If you got any advice out of that, I'm playing the that's, card. That's how you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, play the card. I mean, like you know, gotta play the card. Yeah, you only, she signed up for that game. She knows what happens you only in that live game. Once. It's a real West attitude. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on here, guys. We got a good old fashioned heist. What are you on taking us to, Wes? Uh, I'm taking us to the lightning round. Mm, nice. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt, and I do not apologize for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got a good old-fashioned heist on our hands, and it sounds like something out of a movie. I'm sure the rights have already been sold. Um, a castle in Dresden, Germany, which houses the Green Vault, was broken into early Monday morning around 5 a.m., and thieves made off with some of some of Europe's most valuable artifacts and jewels. Um, so. Um, Thieves first caused an electrical fire. What a great place to rob! Yeah, the Green yeah. Vault. Castle it's just known vault. as the Green yeah. Vault. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's awesome. It's it, it like inside the vault is just like glass and things are just a on display. Castle is just invaluable, valuables. Yes, That's yes. Amazing. It's it's crazy. So thieves uh, first caused an electrical fire, I guess, down the road, which uh, shut down the streetlights in the area. You know, for more darkness because thieves like it to be dark. Yes. Um, <laughs> 
And the thieves then ransacked the vault, stealing diamonds and goblets and 18th century historical pieces, like those gold egg things. <laughs> yeah, eggs. Of like, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Faberge eggs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the value of, is being called immeasurable by officials. So there's, <laughs> there's no, there's no. <laughs> what a heist. Yeah, they just don't know how much this shit's worth. How European so was valuable. the guy that announced the value as immeasurable? Yeah. He's like, did they get the Fabergé eggs? It's immeasurable oh. for my, in my mind and yeah. in money. Um, so luckily, the, the vault's most famous resident, the Dresden Green, a 41-carat green diamond, was on loan to the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York at the time. So they didn't get that one. Uh, police said thieves, off, uh, thieves um, made off in an Audi A6. So some free uh, publicity for <laughs> Audi there. Amazing for they Audi. Made off in a spy car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Audi's loving this. Um, and a similar car was found scorched in an underground garage later in the day. Jesus. Likely the car. Right. You, uh, you know, maybe. Um, experts are saying these items are virtually um, unsellable because they are too well known. And likely thieves will come forward seeking a ransom from insurance companies. But, oh, no, they won't because they were not insured for some fucking un- unknown oh, reason. What? Oh, my God. So they just yeah. own them now? Yeah. They were not insured. You you can't have a castle with invaluables and right. not be insured. Right. Called the Green Vault. Um, uh, other people are saying they might melt down the gold and recut the jewels to resell them, which would obviously like depreciate yeah. their value on, a or ton. Or get on the dark web and sell the Fabergé eggs at, for $50 billion. Exactly. Right. Yeah, to like some billionaires. It's like, a, yeah. it's like one of those. Yeah, yeah. I'm checking yeah. the dark web um, now. So it's a, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, security was present during the heist. There's like there's 24 hour guards. But there. they were in on it. But they they, they followed <laughs> protocol by allowing the armed thieves to escape as security guards there are unarmed. Oh, oh so uninsured, no armed guards. This place is just I'm surprised it That's hasn't ridiculous. been robbed 80 times. So I've got the dark web yeah, up. That, that... No Fabergé eggs, but you can get cocaine for a really reasonable price here. Uh, Let's get some of that. Well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. What well, is Thanksgiving? Right. Um, so no rest been made, and historians are literally beside themselves at the thought of these artifacts being dismantled for sale and never found again. Let me guess, the guards quit out of trauma, too, and moved right. to What a great heist. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they picked the right place. That place was weak. Not very yeah. well defended. very weak. You, I mean, can't even, you can't even make a movie out of it because it's not exciting. Right. There's video of it. Literally, it's like darkness. The guys have hatchets. They're just breaking the glass. Maybe it's just <laughs> smash and grab. Just it's taking <laughs> whatever they want. No, no defense. Yeah. yeah. No, they re- they met off with like over a hundred different items, like just millions and millions and millions of dollars. So, um, and I bet some of them were wearing mustaches as disguises, which brings us to Movember. Mm. Uh, Barstool is proud to be working with Movember to raise funds and awareness for men's health. Movember is the leading charity dedicated to changing the face of men's health around the world. This Movember, whatever um, mustache you grow, will save a bro. Your support will change the face of men's health, raising awareness and funds for prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. This year's own, or this year Barstool's own, Donnie Does is growing out his mo to save a bro. Join him on the Barstool Movember team and help us change the face of men's health. For every $50 that you fundraise on our team, you get an entry to win a trip for two to join us at the Army vs. Navy live college football show in December. Head to Movember.com slash Barstool to join our team, grow your mustache, and fundraise for your chance to win the grand prize. Love it. All right, guys, a federal judge ruled on Monday that Trump's former White House counsel, Don McGahn, or Dan McGahn, uh, must testify in the uh, House Oversight Committee uh, impeachment probe. Um, ah. but, yeah, but the Justice Department, who's technically representing Trump, uh, has been arguing on behalf of the president that certain members of Trump's inner circle have absolute immunity. 
to which the judge, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, said the president does not have the power to excuse him or her for taking an action that the law require. And the primary takeaway from the past 250 years of recorded American history is that presidents are not kings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're close. They're getting closer. Getting closer. Yeah. Yeah, well, history doesn't repeat itself. Yeah, right. uh, the committee's <laughs> been trying like to that. force McGon to testify since April about the about Trump obstructing the investigation into Russia's election meddling. Now, keep in mind that McGon sat down with uh, the Mueller investigation for like sixty hours, so he really spilled his guts here. But the uh, the Dems yeah, want to see it publicly. Definitely has told everything he has to tell. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Do we really need to bring him back? Well, at this point, at this point, it's just like we're going to do whatever we can to make it look like we didn't fuck up. That's what the Democrats are thinking. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Anything we can to make it appear that this wasn't a terrible misjudgment in in strategy. (laughs) And Don McGahn's the guy. Uh, Apparently, Trump administration is going to appeal, obviously, and McGahn's testimony may be suspended during the appeal process. Let's take it to predict it real quick. Let's talk about a couple predicted picks. Yeah. When's he going? When's he going to tell? Well, they don't know because he's going to appeal and then the appeal might go forever. Who knows? See, because I'm hoping it's after 2019 because my money's in no impeachment. Yeah, and I saw that you guys are losing market share on that a little bit. A little bit. I'm still up yeah. from when I bought. But yeah, yeah, it's come down to closer. Got to make you a little nervous. What's up with the, everybody thinking it's going to happen in December? That's a little strange. It's now not going to happen in December. Yeah. Guys predicted is the what? One thing I know about politics is they don't get stuff That's true. Done. They're very slow. It's the government. Yeah. Uh, predicted to the website where you can uh, gamble or wager on the news and politics at predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. And we'll match your first $20 deposit, making a mm-hmm. ton of cash. Uh, let's talk about the, the some picks I like this week. First up, will Rudy Giuliani publicly testify before the House in 2019? So right God, right I now, the, so, but yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> the yes price be is at, for them. Uh, I think, tw- I want to say 21 cents a share. Uh, and ha- there's a ton of 22 to 26 cents a shares, uh, cent shares available. And I think he's going to get a subpoena, which right. would make for the best television of all time. So you're well, saying, I'm just saying yes, you like the I'm just saying like, you're saying you're saying you're saying for it's the like money. taking the over, yes. right? You're rooting for points yeah. there because you like you want Giuliani to te- everybody wants to see that. That'd be prime time. Hundred percent. So well, that that's must watch. Yeah, that's, TV. I think he kind of has to <laughs> yeah. for their you know full investigation. But it's right? 2019. Yes, but they have, they have December. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I assume it's probably going to happen. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, the other thing I like is uh, AOC's tweets before noon today. So. Keep in mind, guys, at the time of this taping, she was at 23 tweets, uh, with the market being 24 tweets or fewer at 39 cents. So if you wake up this morning and you see that uh, she hasn't tweeted 24 times, I would get it on that market because AOC never tweets before noon. She, like, just doesn't do it. There's a a possibility she tweets tonight before the show comes up. She she sleeps in. She's young. She sleeps in. She's tired. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that bet, Pat. She's one tweet away from that. One tweet but, away but, is... Uh, I like trust that. me. She lives that bartender lifestyle. She likes to talk <laughs> late at night. And also, Pat, people aren't going to hear this until That's what I'm tomorrow. saying. So when you wake up this morning, yeah. ch- check it out. Well, yeah. If they wake up and she hasn't... Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, still at 23. Yeah, hammer it. It's uh, predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. We'll match, your, we'll match your first deposit if it's more than 20 bucks with 20 bucks. You're damn right. And it makes betting on... Uh, makes watching, following the news just much more fun. All right. Makes life more fun mm-hmm. in general. All right, let's take it over to President Trump. He held a White House press conference on Monday, but instead of the usual helicopter raging in the background ready to take off, this one was in front of a relaxing set of French doors with uh, Vice President Mike Pence in attendance and America's favorite dog, Conan. 
So uh, nice. you remember Conan the dog uh, that was injured in the raid to kill ISIS leader al-Baghdadi. Uh, shout out the good boy tees at the Barstool store. Those are still on sale. They look great. Pick one up. Anyways, uh, Trump decided to put Conan on display the day before the annual turkey pardon. And Trump is just on cloud nine. He's got a dog to display and then turkeys to pardon the next day. He's he's loving it. So Yeah, that's his wheelhouse right yeah. there. He's he's really. Exp- I mean, that's not, that's anyone's wheelhouse, but that's that's a wheelhouse. Oh yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great time to be the president. Is uh, Thanksgiving uh, uh, a hero dog on display and a chance to joke about killing turkeys back to back? Trump was loving it so much that he <laughs> let his speech go wherever it wanted to go when he was uh, showing off Conan. He joked about how Conan recovered from injuries much faster than anticipated, like some kind of super dog, uh, and that the dog could be mean if it wanted to, uh, but also beautiful and calm. When not killing terrorists, uh, he, he, he let one reporter. This dog, this dog's like Wolverine. Exactly, exactly. He let one reporter in particular, Jeff, uh, know that Jeff was very lucky that the dog was in a good mood that day. So he threatened <laughs> Jeff. Threatened, he threatened he, Jeff. He doesn't. He Jeff. doesn't like liberals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Killed Jeff with the dog. Yes. Yeah. yes. It's, it's, uh, imagine well, if that no, was a soldier. He did not threaten. He didn't. Hey, hey. He, did, uh, he didn't threaten. He said he's lucky. He said Jeff's lucky. This so. here is a mean Marine, and he is trigger happy, yeah. Jeff. He doesn't like terrorists. He doesn't like journalists. Same Does, thing. Doesn't like you, Jeff. <laughs> uh, Trump concluded uh, that he actually thinks that Conan knew exactly what was happening, what was going on the entire time during the al-Baghdadi raid. Uh, so, <laughs> Smart dog. Not only, not only is the dog uh, a super dog that can recover from injuries super fast, it is as intelligent as a human uh so that's awesome be on the lookout for similar knee slappers today when the president uh pardons a couple of turkeys so sincere congratulations to conan the dog oh that yeah. dog is the best yeah yeah the beast they got to be cloning that dog right i would hope so breed yeah. the shit out of it. i think it's actually no, we'll the, it's a, okay. the, the, uh, i i, I did try to look that up and its sex <laughs> is under debate it does Conan? look like it might be a lady. It might be a lady dog, but it looks a like boy. a female <laughs> in the picture. Trump yeah. refers to it yeah, as a man, and there's no yeah. nobody can confirm or deny anything. It's wearing a blue collar. But what a dog! <laughs> but what a dog! An American hero, nonetheless. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, it seems uh, Ralphie's mom was right. Kids are shooting their eyes out with BB guns and other non-powder firearms at an alarming rate, which of course won't stop cool redneck dags from getting their five-year-olds the first BB gun uh, this Christmas. Hell no. But listen to this. So from I, wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of that movie. Was it Christmas, Christmas story? story? Yeah. Oh my god. It's a classic. One of my faves. Yeah. Fragile. Um, that's because yeah. you guys couldn't. It's because you guys couldn't watch already movies. But okay. <laughs> I mean, we could. We or, just or were you watching Die Hard? Like you were watching Die Hard too? I was watching porn. Under Siege <laughs> two at best. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Under yeah. Siege one Christmas. Under, yeah. yeah. The, the cake. Um, but. Anyway, from 1990 to 2016, the rate of injury from non-powder firearms in child in children. Dropped 54%, which was surprising. But the number of eye injuries rose 30%. What? Seems strange, but I think kids are just getting more evil and meaner, um, aiming for the eyes instead of the classic BB to the ass gag of old. Yeah. Either that or video game headshots. Yeah. Practice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's um, fucked so up. So BB guns make up for 80% of all those injuries, and that's because BB guns are powerful enough to kill a fucking animal. Mm. Um, so they can certainly I mean, fuck up your eyes. only a squirrel, and you have to hit it right. Yeah, but it's going to... Yeah, but a human eye. It depends eye, on how many sure. pumps, eye, though. Yeah, if you do have a ton of pumps, Will. Right. 
Well, that and that's there's two different like we'll get into that. So boys made up 87 percent of those injuries. Um, <laughs> the other 13 percent were made up of annoying little sisters um, and children. The other 13 percent were transgender girls, <laughs> yeah. and they were boys. angry. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, children six to twelve years of age were the most affected. Also, probably with the majority being six to six um, year range, because six year olds are idiots and shouldn't be allowed to play with BB guns mm-hmm. alone. Um, also, four people die every year from BB gun or pellet guns. Jesus. Um, probably not counting the the police shootings where kids are carrying BB guns that look like real pistols. I assume. No, that doesn't count. No, they're talking um, about the BB gun killed. Yeah, someone. and I don't know. If you, I, I know Will has had experience with BB guns, I, I, and we all know Pat and owns Pat, Pat yeah. owns a gun, so I'm sure he oh has too. No, no, Will and Pat both own guns, but Pat was the BB, was gun, BB gun kid. Guy. Okay, yeah, I would that put makes my BB gun in my yeah. in my baseball bag because you could conceal it. That's where I, that's how I could take it out of the house and take it to the park. Uh, I one huh. time shot my finger point yeah. blank and got nerve damage in my index finger with my BB gun. <laughs> Uh, I also one time shot out my Not neighbor's smart. back window, yeah, uh, sliding glass window, and mm-hmm. the cops came. Yeah, Pat paid. Pl- Pat <laughs> played like three years of like bullshit baseball and like fifteen years of BB mm-hmm. gun. Yeah. I played fifteen years of bullshit baseball, Mark. Yeah, not well. Well, BB guns. There's BB guns. There's pellet guns. My uncle had a pellet gun, and those things had a point on the end of them, and it was like one well, of those that, single yeah, yeah. loaders. So there's different styles. They're all pretty yeah. soft. They can't shoot extremely hard. My video yeah. gun was fucking sweet, okay. bro. I had... That's weird that people are shooting in the eyes, though. Like, that's messed up. Like, injuries down, eye injuries up, that's fucked up. If I'm in a zombie apocalypse, I'm going with Pat. I'm telling you, kids oh, are getting yeah. meaner. I'm shooting You're going to need something stronger than a BB gun. You're going to need I... something stronger than a BB gun for and now. I got it, Will. All right, guys. Known rapist, creator of Fat Albert and prolific sex pest, Bill Cosby, gave his first interview from behind bars to Black Press USA this week, where he let it be, he let it be known that he has no remorse, saying, quote, I have eight or nine. Right, right in time for yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I have eight years and nine months left of my sentence. When I come up for parole, they're not going to hear me say I have remorse. I was there. I don't care what group of people come along and talk about <laughs> how there. this when they weren't there. Essentially, saying he has oh, no man. remorse. Yeah, uh, he's yeah, also he's been, saying what I did isn't uh, rape. He's also been claims. mentoring inmates, guys, as, as a part of a program called Man Up. Uh, yeah, he Great. gives a speech. Uh, he, he dedicated his most recent man-up speech uh, to, to women in general. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then in the program, Cosby teaches inmates how to systematically drug and rape women while using their celebrity to manipulate and intimidate their victims. It's a very niche course. Uh, a, no, you made that up. Well, you teach yeah. what you know. You made the last part you up. teach what you know. You wait until the sleepy. <laughs> and then that's, that's terrible. Terrible. Terrible stuff. Yeah, not good. All right, let's uh, close it out with uh, kind of a funny one today. This last one is definitely a fall or winter special for anybody. We've already talked a little bit about it who grew up hunting and fishing, uh, and you traveled to do it sometimes. You're familiar with shipping home some coolers of frozen game or fish or whatever uh, checked into a cooler uh, so that you you can take it home and stock your freezers at home with whatever you caught during your trip. Well, an Alaska man, Sinan... Placina of Kodiak, Alaska. Um, <laughs> I don't think you pronounce Placencia. that. Placencia. Placenta. Seen in Placenta of Kodiak, Alaska. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also knew that people did that. So what he did recently was he tried to get onto the action himself. Except the thing is, it wasn't wild game that he was uh, freezing and shipping. It was a butchered and rotting goat carcass. And, okay. and he also happened to have stuffed... 740 grams of heroin and 400 grams of meth inside the rotting goat intestines. So it's a good try. I, I, yeah, I think this is pretty creative. Yeah. Had he 
uh, had he done a little bit better research, this is genius. Right. I think he's done it before. I think he has done it before as well, but he got he got sloppy. He she, sloppy. he should have gone with like a nice, mm. like freshly butchered elk. Like they would have never fucked with him. Um, anyways, right. old Seenan uh, wasn't too familiar with how the law works, though, because he originally uh, uh, consented to the meat being thawed and searched. Uh, but then when the cops started thawing the meat and the smell of rotting goat was everywhere and he realized his drugs were about to be discovered, he was like, wait a second, wait a second, I don't want you to, I don't consent to the search anymore. Uh, I unconsent. Right. But uh, too bad That's for him. That's not how it works. Yeah. They found the drugs. Yeah. Um, Oof. Not, not, not. Well, yeah. yeah. He made a few m- missteps there. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty bad drug dealer. And actually, so bad, this wasn't the first time he's been caught. He actually got busted earlier this year with 247 grams of heroin and 13 grams of meth. So, um... Uh, earlier this earlier year? Earlier this year. So I don't know how he's at the airport. What's he, what's he doing out? Yeah. Well, this guy's ruining it for the rest <laughs> of us because this is a really good plan. Yeah. And this guy just ruined this awesome plan. Now everyone's fucking meat's going to get searched when it's yeah. drugs. Like Will said, all he needed was like an official tag Jesus. on like an elk head. This is what happens when, you have idiot, when you tell idiots good yeah. plan. So, well, we're rooting for Seenan. Hopefully he gets it sorted out one day. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> so. Good luck, Seenan. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor today. Uh, we've got What the Fuck Wednesday coming up tomorrow, which is basically it's, it's user-submitted, listener-submitted Wednesday. We just It rhymes with Wednesday, so we're going with What the Fuck mm-hmm. Wednesday. So send us all the craziest stories. You can, uh, so we'll read them uh, tomorrow. And I think that Large is also going to be making a guest appearance. I think he will be on tomorrow's show. Uh, so there will be a strong send-off before the holiday. And if you're... If he shows up. Yeah, we'll see. Nice. Oh, yes. oh it's going to be the <laughs> showdown. <laughs> if he shows up it's this the time. showdown, West versus Large. We'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, and then if you're bored over the holiday, uh, we've got a bonus book review uh, dropping for the Ronan Farrow book, Catch and Kill, where we have Riggs and Kay Marco. They joined us to talk about that. And most importantly, have a great fucking day. See you later, yeah! How's your son? He made the team this year? He said he wasn't tall enough. This is family business, and this is for the family that can't be with us. And this is for my cousin locked down, all the answers in us. This is why I spit it in my song, so sweet like a photo where your granny's pitching out at you gone and hit us. Super hard on Thanksgiving and Christmas, this can't be right. Yo, you heard the track I did, man, this can't be life. Somebody please say grace so I can save face and have a reason to cover my face. I even made you a play. So fool, know how granny do it. Monkey bread on the side, know how the family do it. When I brought her, why the car had to look all through it? As kids, we used to laugh. Who knew that life would move this fast? Who knew I'd have to look at you through a glass? And look, you tell me you ain't did it, then you ain't did it. And if you did, then that's family business. I don't care. I don't care.